All my life, I've been fascinated by international perspectives in education, and I'm fortunate to go to a large public university with a substantial international student population. Join me in hearing their stories. Welcome to Going Global. Today, we have Tali Sulkis from Cape Town, South Africa. Tali's a double major, rising sophomore, studying communications and global health. She's Arizona State University's Infundo Education Abroad Liaison, as well as a Kaplan Pathways International Ambassador, and is a lead writer for both organizations. So these are uncertain times for everyone, that's to given, especially international students. So before we get into the details of your background, just tell me about what this summer has been like for you in light of COVID and everything else going on. Oh my God. So at first I thought, great, got free time, now you be super productive, register for 15 credits over the summer. Well, <laughs> those plans change very quickly because I realized that that was a full schedule and I really needed a break. So from a personal decision perspective, I decided to just put those classes. I finished a global health class um, and then I've been working part-time. I was fortunate to get a job because I know most places in the area aren't hiring. I mean, I'm sure a game day you go to Postino. Um, and we have pretty strict safety protocols. So I feel safe working there. So I've just been working and resting on my days off. I've read some good books and otherwise just trying to decompress and prepare my mind academically for the full semester. Seeing as you're from South Africa, a lot of students have moved home that are from uh, the United States and Arizona especially. Was that option, you know, ever going through your head going back home to South Africa? Because it's my understanding you're staying in Tempe now. By the time it became obvious that we are going completely online in the spring semester, so spring 2020, um, the borders of South Africa had closed. They were taking the lockdown pretty seriously from, I think even before Arizona instituted a lockdown, they are not allowed to drink alcohol, not allowed to smoke, like the stuff's not being sold and they can't leave their houses. Um, and from like the 15th of March, which is basically in the middle of our spring break, they closed all the borders. And I was thinking to myself, great, an excuse not to fly 40 hours back to South Africa. Like, this is awesome. And now that I'm staying in my own apartment and like, I really have to kind of adult and like work and pay rent and it's so terrible. And I wish that I'd gone back, but it's too late now. And thankfully my family are safe and healthy. Thank God I had some other kind of support systems in the Arizona area because I know a lot of South African students who are at other universities across the United States who were not given an option to go back when the lockdown was uh, instated and they have no family, they have no American citizenship, so they can't work. They were literally stranded on the university campuses about to be kicked out of their dorms and become completely homeless, which is quite a dire um, circumstance to be in. Curious about you know how you ended up here at ASU in the first place. What was it like growing up in South Africa? Such a great question. I love having this discussion because I think a lot of people stereotype particularly African countries as like these destitute places with no technology whatsoever. Coming here really opened my eyes to the fact that I had a lot when I was growing up for sure, but there are some seriously subtle differences in 
the way that institutions, particularly educational and political institutions are run in the United States, that no matter who you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter where you come from, if you are physically located in South Africa, you'll never have that. Primarily, I wanted to come to the United States because as a white woman in South Africa, it's incredibly difficult to get educational and job opportunities thanks to the affirmative action policies that the government has instituted. They're trying to employ way fewer um, Caucasian men and women, and it's, it's way more difficult to get into university. Where would you say most of your hometown friends ended up after high school, considering you're here at ASU now? What do you think you know, the majority of them are up to? So I grew up in a surf community, basically, Cape Town's coastal. A lot of my male friends have done gap years where they go and teach surfing in Japan. And then in the winter months, they teach, uh, they do like ski instructing or snowboard instructing because snowboarding and surfing are very similar. So a lot of my friends, like I would say 90% of my friends have taken a gap year. It's very uncommon to go straight to university. How do you feel your college experience um, is like different from theirs? Would you do anything differently? Do you ever feel, you know, like left out from things or do you think it goes the other way that, you know, they wish that they were here too? You know, the grass is always greener on the other side. So you always want to be somewhere that you're not. And I don't think there's a single international student who will say to you, they didn't wish that they could spend more time with their parents or with their family. Like my brother's at a very formative st uh, stage in his life. He's like 15, 16, and he's at a boys boarding school and like missing some of his milestones makes me like really sad. Just take me back to that first week as a freshman at ASU. What were you thinking and experiencing, you know, from, from the norm of the surf town to ASU in the middle of Tempe? What were you thinking? <laughs> Stock contrast, let me tell you. At first I was super overwhelmed. Like there was so much to see and experience that I'd never seen before. And like the school spirit, oh my gosh, football games. I was like, why does everyone care so much? It's really, it's just a game. Like honestly, I feel kind of bad for the other ASU athletes. It's just a game. And everyone was like sitting around the um, basketball court, just like screaming. It was, so American. <laughs> yeah, when you say so American, there's a lot yeah. of stereotypes I feel like that just kind of go around, you know, they go both ways. But when um, you like first started out in the US, what about your experience did you find surprising or what kind of lived up to your expectations in regards to those stereotypes? Well, I do have to confess, even though I grew up in South Africa, I do have a US citizenship and my mom's side of the family, um, lives scattered across the United States. I've been back quite a few times kind of during my childhood. It was the different cultural norms and the fact that people wouldn't understand me. Like that shocked me. I really don't think I'm that hard to understand. I hope I'm not that hard to understand. Do you think or do you feel that there's a stereotype for international students from a US perspective based on your personal experiences here? The amount of like, why are you white questions that I've gotten, I kid you not. Every single day, because when I go to work, people here I have an accent, because I'm, I'm a server at a restaurant, like I have to speak to people. And there are so many questions that I get that I, I have to like resist laughing, but I know that it's completely condescending to laugh, so I have to actually like take it seriously. So this is the first episode of Going Global, and there's still a lot to learn. 
And considering you're a writer advocating for international students and being one yourself, what advice do you have for somebody like me, who's from Arizona originally, but wanting to learn more about the experiences of international students? You know, I think that trying to get rid of the stereotypes is the first step. Trying to get rid of that kind of museum exhibit attitude is the first step to feeling like you have a support system as an international student. As somebody with experience, what would you like to see out of this type of program? It would be awesome to have a bridge between kind of the American perspective and an Arizona local perspective and an international student, a true, true international student perspective. Um, that's what I try and that's what I try and create in my writing when I when I put out articles. I like interviewing people who are from here, from involved in organizations, but I also have that experience of working with um, people who really just want to get out from where they came from. And I would absolutely love to see like a discussion that includes a true international student, someone who has international experience and someone who's grown up in Arizona their whole life and getting them to collaborate and try and put the message out. Absolutely. Much appreciated, Tali. Take care. Yeah, no problem.